<laughs> I don't think I've ever noticed it where your what did I miss? shirt's been in the in the green screen. Uh, hey, this oh. is Spark Madness. Uh, I'm Matt. Uh, there's Ben over there at the couch with his Jurassic Park shirt on. There he is. There is an island with dinosaurs and so much more. I, I am also here. Yeah, and that's Aaron. At right the in a Ford Explorer. Watch out for the raptors. <laughs> and verse two. <laughs> More instrumental. <laughs> so this is Spark of Madness. We're a movie podcast. Uh, each each week we review a movie or several movies, and at the end we'll give you our rating out of ten. Um, this pat this is now the third week of four for a whole month of September, to where be, we to be exactly. I'll bet you think I have a fancy graphic lined up for it. I'm, I'm, you haven't, you haven't teased it as you have in the past. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to get my hopes up, but I'm, I'm hoping, um, I'm not going to get my, I'm not going to get my hopes up, but I'm still hoping. Yeah. I have a, I have a threshold on the hope. Um, so a this month we're not re- peak. We're reviewing that peak. <laughs> we're review- a cap of the peak. Peak of the Book of the bumbo. <laughs> this month we're reviewing movies all on the free movie streaming platform Tubi. Tubi, Tubi, Tubi. This started out as a joke, and now it's going to be a and full month. I watch Tubi about several times a week, actually. Yep. Free. Entirely free. Free. And hopefully, free Tubi. Free. If you're, if you ever listen to one of these episodes, look just at Matt's legs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's an ad break every once in a while on Tubi, but it's always pretty short. You know and. Uh, we did Akira. We did what did we do last? We did Apocalypto. We're gonna yeah, break the the A movies uh, titling uh, this week with a movie from 2013 called Her. She, she, her. Oh, I watched the wrong movie. <laughs> I watched the the Blumhouse, you know, version of it. The, yeah. the, the Roger Corman <laughs> version of. Her, which was she. What is the the uh, <laughs> asylum version? Asylum. That's that's yeah. that was yeah. searching, searching. Yeah. Now we're talking. Oh, she. she. Um, <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie Her, and it's directed by Spike Jones, came out uh, 2013. It was a Best Picture nominee that year. Did um, not win. Here is the plot synopsis for those that ha- either haven't seen it or, or um, uh, have and just want a refresher. Good, fill me in. I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to describe the movie to you and see what you're rating it. I will review it based on this. A sensitive and soulful man earns a living by writing personal letters for other people. Left heartbroken after his marriage ends, Theodore, played by Joaquin Phoenix, becomes fascinated with a new operating system, which reportedly develops into an intuitive and uniquely a unique entity in its own right. He starts the program and meets Samantha, played by voiced by Scarlett Johansson, whose bright voice reveals a sensitive playful personality though friends initially their the relationship soon deepens into love um and that's her i didn't like it <laughs> no and <laughs> it stinks and i don't like it <laughs> um one thing i want to think about as we go through today's episode is what do you guys think is the takeaway of the movie well that's uh... because i feel like there's a bunch of different ideas and i i'm curious if we can align I'm say on it's something. pretty relatable it was pretty late relatable to relationships in general even though it was you know like i knew the premise going in 
and I, I was like, oh, this is gonna be uncomfortable and cringy. But have it you guys have you guys seen this movie by the way before now? No, not you, before you this had week. No, but I knew oh, of it. I knew okay. of it, and I was like, this is gonna be cringy. But like, they really convince you his predicament, and makes you feel like, would you would you fall in love with that personality? That's mm-hmm. that it's artificial. Own, that's artificial. That's yeah. kind of its own thing. That almost feels like it has a soul. You know the um. But I think what was nice about it was it set him, it was a good, they set up his ex with these wonderful, cozy memories. You mm. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Which we all have. The flashbacks all, yeah. were perfectly. They were because I, you know, we yeah. all, we've all been through that lovely memories. And then. And that, when that's the, his now real wife, by the way. Really? I, they weren't married at the time, but Rooney Mara and Walking Phoenix are now. Oh, really? I love your mustache. But then when, <laughs> then when they meet each other, like, then when they meet in person uh, to sign the divorce t- papers it was like oh the reality is so it's like mm. Mm, this is that's why you know but his memories of how in him trying to get through it is very lo- relatable um, and then he meets someone who is doesn't have all that baggage in in the um, in the um, in the AI, AI. yeah and but Get, you know, really helps him discover himself, mm-hmm. but knowing that this is not a realistic relationship, you know, it sets him up for the person that he should be with. You mean that? Are you saying that the movie him. implies that he ends up with Amy Adams at the end? I think so. I really do. I think you do? so. I see. I didn't think it committed think so. to that idea. That's what I got. It put it on the okay. table, but it didn't say what happened. I yeah. got that. Okay. I say that there are lots of things you could take from this movie, and I have no idea whether I think this movie is genius or garbage. Mm. <laughs> well, I, I need really, to hear what you guys the think. Big I, really, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was great. Too. I thought I, I thought it was really good. Surprisingly I, good. And I kind of want to watch it again. Where I can't where I can't decide is whether it is more cynical. If it if it is cynical, I guess at all. There you go. Now you're getting somewhere. And I don't think it is. Ultimately, I don't think it was, especially because, and I, I, the one thing I looked at the Wikipedia, which I remember, everything else, I, for some reason, I didn't look at anything other than like Wikipedia is truth. The production value was they didn't want the look of the movie to be dystopian. And for a movie that's set in kind of the nearish future that is reliant on so much technology and has this like kind of weird concept of falling in love with, Artificial yeah. intel, like a computer, sounds like dystopian computer, to like, me. You know, they but, made it realistic. It felt real. Yeah, the you know, it reminded me of the first of all. And hold your thought real sure. quick. It reminded me of a nicer world of Clockwork Clockwork Orange, like that kind of future. But it wasn't. It wasn't as there wasn't as did, evil. Did either of you ever see Ad Astra from last year? I did not. It, I wanted to, but I didn't get around to I it. Got the, I saw the ad for Ad Astra. <laughs> I saw the Astra. The, mm. the realism of the f- semi-future was what I think is uh, was comparable. That's the reason yeah, I, I thought it, it was is good. Because I felt like it wasn't so crazy. Like there weren't flying cars all over the place. No. and it, was, it wasn't so over the top. It felt like a very real. Uh, and I think by setting it to a, a, a different uh, future made it believable that he can fall in love with an advanced computer AI because it wouldn't if it was in our time now there there could have been that 
I don't believe this. You think take, so? I, I do. I think so because I don't think because I think it was more acceptable because other people were falling in love with the computer too. Like so, like so, like I see. So like okay. it was the technology has gotten that good. It wasn't like yeah, yeah. It wasn't like I Super guess you wouldn't it's not, totally believe it right it's now. It's not like Superman yeah. coming into the universe. It's like, it's like oh my god, you wouldn't god. fall in love with Alexa. Right? No, you wouldn't. Yeah, yeah who would do that? You wouldn't. <laughs> but the technology, <laughs> Alexa, will you marry me? <laughs> Alexa, you listen to everything <laughs> I say. No, Alexa, <laughs> I don't compute. <laughs> I think we should just be friends. <laughs> but I also thought, but but go back to what your point was. Well, I just thought the. For one, I th just again, the production value that we're kind of referencing in terms of the world they built, the packaging even for this this computer program looked very Apple. And um, But I, I, the colors they used, and even in these flashback moments, it's in not it's too. not so like blue and cold. And like no. people are going to the beach, they're, they're going was, to work. Like yeah. he's wearing this like bright future red shirt all the time. It's very like it's. It gives a warmth to it that I think is on purpose. And it that I don't think it's and all it And they weren't, and the, and the technology was the backdrop, not distracting you. Mm -hmm. So, like, it wasn't everywhere. No, it was just like yeah, this one little thing. Yeah, and it made yeah. it more believable. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, also like, um, shoot, just forgot what I was going to say. Hmm. I was going to ask Aaron while you try and place and, it. Oh, no. <clears throat> Left. Based off of where we've just kind of what well, we've just kind of talked about, Aaron, you're like I, I can't decide if this is great or garbage. Oh, I figured it out. Like, yeah. is there, like, how did you react to some of the the technology elements or the production elements? Like, do you agree or disagree? Somewhere in the middle. I uh, to be to I be saw a, a bleak view of a of a dystopian future in there. That that is not a society I want to be a part of. And I know why, because I know you. Uh, you'll notice that that society is not very well socialized. That is mm -hmm. the, the first and foremost. I mean, he writes letters for other people so they don't have to. For That's the sake. part that, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. You'll notice that on the street, nobody's ever walking with other people, except very rarely. Everybody's glued mm -hmm. to their phone all the time. Mm -hmm. Every bit of architecture, every room inside of a place is so well theorized and color-coordinated. Color it's all plastic, like you said, like an Apple commercial. Yes. It is a completely manufactured plastic world intended to look and everyone nice. has mustaches. Like how how much right how down much worse to could it be? The simulated like greenery in the elevators. I hated that so mm -hmm. much. This is a bleak, lonesome it the, future. It was the mask that disguised them to make them to to keep them almost like cattle. I don't know if I saw it that way, but that's the end result, no matter what. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I, I don't think that's what he was going for, but I think he was going for it. That's why I'm trying to say it's either a genius or I think terrible. He did. I think he did. Depending I, on I, what the I, author wanted. I think he did. I think he wanted it to, like... Everything looked like a commercial, and it really depressed me. Well, yeah. I guess what I hear, I guess this brings in the whole story, but why I don't think the movie is cynical isn't that... I think it is a dystopian world to everything you just said. I think the whole point of the movie and maybe my biggest takeaway, at least at this point, as we start the podcast, is that human beings are lonely um, or have become lo so lonely and isolated. Um, and I don't I, I don't know. Sure. I don't know if it's necessarily isolated is the right I word it, or the picture he's putting forth. But that regardless of the the handful of relationships you have you still feel so lonely and you have to rely on all these other 
mechanisms to, well, to look, fill those but, voids, but, and it's still incomplete. But that's that's kind of a social commentary on what's going on now. Right, right, yeah. So, so that's why I think it's that, a good movie. And I think that's yeah. why Aaron... It does kind of pull it, back on that concept in the end. He The, the, the AIs go away, and he has to uh, pick up the pieces like yeah. the old-fashioned way. I like that. Yeah. I like that they didn't have this whole like news broadcast like all the AIs went away. You know, blah, that blah, blah. is yeah. part of why it's yeah. such a weird future because nobody gives a darn about anything. Yeah, but like, but like, but like, it was very, it was very. Oh, the AIs are leaving. Eh. We just saw the world through him. Everything was through him. That's another point I wanted to bring up. He's he's a at the very best a self centered jerk. He is, but but you know what's interesting, and it's something I want to do with that movie. I'm not going to mention it on the air because it, the short I want to make is very simpler. Mm. But they did they did a lot of shallow depth of tight shots. I know. Of, I was about to bring that up. Yeah, which is what That's I want. Which is I want to do for this thing I want to make, mm -hmm. which is the same theme that he's, he's kind of pulling off here, where it's just like I'm glad this, you picked up on that. No, I was like, oh, as soon as, soon as I saw it. Very tunnel vision in his own world. Only Not Joaquin is it. in focus. Yeah, only Joaquin is in focus. Even when he's with, um, what's your name? Um, Rooney Mara. The in the flashbacks or no? Uh, when he's with anyone? Uh, with uh, with uh, Samantha uh, the butt ear. No, ear no, no. Um, Amy Adams. No. Uh, we're running out of characters. The, here. the girlfriend. Or the, the date he went on. Oh, oh with, the, with yeah, Olivia yeah. Wilde. Olivia Wilde. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! I would never say no to that. But <laughs> Jason today. Yeah, Jason, date, Fuck you. Here's a, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Walking Phoenix and his mustache. Like, oh yeah, I set you up on a blind date. I don't know. If oh no, no. Here, oh, yeah. comes, here comes Olivia Wilde. Wilde. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. Not, uh, you're not gonna leave me alone like the rest of the guys. Yeah, no, I, I think we should end the night. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know what I would have said, honey, you want to get married? By the, <laughs> that's I don't know if I go that far. Olivia, but, you no, know, Olivia Wilde. You, when's yeah. the next time you can see me? I don't know, like next week. Sure. I mean, like now. Like two minutes from now. Tomorrow morning when I make you eggs. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's another thing I wanted to bring up. Like, who say no to Olivia Wilde? The very morning after Anyways, he it, has it the tight close yeah, after yeah. he has the encounter with with the AI uh, Samantha. He wakes up and the first thing he tells her is, "Look, I'm not really looking to get into a relationship yeah, right now." Yeah, God, he's such a twerp. I love. It's not about you, boy. For me, the, there's a <laughs> couple of reactions. To that one is that this movie had a lot of humor to it, which I appreciated. I thought it, and all of it was on uh, yeah. purpose. Choking I it was cats great. and all. Yeah, that was I Kristen was Wiig, a... by the way. The first, yeah. I didn't realize that until I looked. That it would up. explain why I was I revulsed see, by it. Do you ever get confused between Kristen Wiig and Amy Adams sometimes? No. no. <laughs> and the tour moves on. <laughs> but I mean, I think what's what's really interesting well, settles that the arc for the arc for uh, Walking Phoenix's character Theodore. So he's he's introduced as this like he writes letters on behalf of other people. These very personal ones for a company that does it. And I like the way that it prints out. It's an and, it, and it's handwritten and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's entirely therapeutic. It's it's to relieve his emotional constipation. But I, but it's see, also I, I it also like, sets up the sensitivity of this man. He is yeah, a sensitive he's person. almost a woman. Well, I mean, it, I he, mean, he, has was good, a, he was a good character too. Uh, I think half of this character is that he hates himself because he doesn't act manly enough. Exactly. I think he secretly wants it. I think he should he should he should uh, wear a wife wife white beater or whatever you call it, and. Um, an undershirt. An undershirt. <laughs> Do you wear an undershirt when you wear a nice shirt? Yeah. 
And someone who doesn't do that is gross. Because <laughs> you sweat. <laughs> Are you wearing an undershirt right now? I'm not wearing a nice shirt. <laughs> who cares if it's nice? What do you think dry cleaning's for? <laughs> Me. I'm, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here. I thought so. Again, I'm I'm less cynical, I guess, <laughs> just because I thought that the way he's able to it, it kind of had a couple. They had a couple scenes one after he started dating uh, Samantha, where Samantha. they do these like Woody Allen uh, people people watching, and terrible I, scene. I felt like <laughs> I felt like uh, Theodore. Theodore. Is able to see. He genuinely does, and the Hello, way the movie Theodore. puts it forth is Hold that he's phone. able Hold to see. Phone. They say that they can. He can see it. He just says what he thinks this guy must be like, and there's no confirmation as to whether he was right or not. She's like, "Wow, you're really smart." Well, I yes, he could have been way is, off. I think he I could, see. He could be. Comes but the, a tootsie <laughs> roll to me. That's relevant, right? Because you said think, he sees. You know what? <laughs> you know, you know what? I, I've come full circle on that bit. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna give you the claps while Matt recollects his, his thoughts and feelings. I don't know. Do you still have the please clap? Uh. No. 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 For you. No. Please clap. Yeah. <laughs> wait. Wait. Yeah. There we go. Please clap. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, one of the best sound bites ever. You were saying that. I don't. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> you, it was about them, uh, him, him trying to guess what a person is like by looking at them. So I'll just put this forth because I felt like the first half of the movie it then swings, but it he's he's able to pull forward his ability, which I do think is genuine. Your point is valid that like he could just be completely off, but I think they set up that he's such a good he tries letter writer. Yeah. Um, to the point that somebody will obviously publish his his letters in a in a collection as because, a book. Because um, what's his name, Langsam? Who's what's his name? The publisher? Um, no, um, I don't know the actor. Star Killer. Star. Oh, what, you, uh, you mean what, you mean Chris Pratt? Chris Pratt. Yeah. Chris Pratt. <laughs> Star Lord. Star Lord. Uh, Star Killer is uh, Star Wars. I yeah. felt like he for Chris such Pratt. a lonely depressed person after his relationship fell apart because he was such a selfish um, individual wanting this this person he was with at that time, Rooney Mara, to be somebody she wasn't. His arc becomes, you know, the first half of the movie when he starts to be with Samantha. She's an AI that evolves based off of her interactions with him. So she almost becomes a reflection of him that then spirals off because of her just mm. hyper-reality. The start of it, though, is very much like we're talking about AI as being um, an incomplete solution for human beings because they don't have a body and they don't they yeah. they can't fill and it's so awkward they can't fill in for X Y and Z parts for human beings. And then this the maybe not the second half but the last third or quarter is entirely like he is incomplete for her because she She's, evolves to such trans, like I'm talking to six thousand people at the same time. time and space. Exactly. She's almost you know and it shows our limitations as human beings. And but, as it turns out, a slut. Yeah. <laughs> a, I, I should say trollop. Something nicer. Well, they're just you know, so beyond us here. <laughs> but anyway, I, I did think though that 
by the time the movie ends, it ends on a positive note of him being able to see, like, I can appreciate things again for what they are. And I, I have a, he, it seemed like he had a newfound understanding of, you know, trollops. I mean, I did. <laughs> Would you like some trollops potatoes? Please call Trollops potatoes. <laughs> Anyway, what did you guys think of that silly video game that he played? I thought that was funny. I thought that was a metaphor for himself inside yeah. the game. Fuck you, Somebody dude. who wants to be more assertive. Yeah, let's go. Somebody who knows what they're doing with their life. Well, it's also like a metaphor, too, for like... Okay. So, obviously, as I've gotten older, I used to be real sensitive. <laughs> a sensitive kid. You know, someone made fun of me. Oh, God. But as I got older, I realized it's funny. And it's fun to make fun of people that you like. You know what I mean? And the way that stupid, like, so it's like he's becoming more manly. So it's like to cope with that stupid. Ironically, uh, through a video game. Through, yeah. <laughs> through that little, the little kid was being a jerk to him, the little whatever that, that alien thing was. It's a mini Michelin but, man. But it accepted him when he, when he poked back. Thanks to her, she helped, she helped him. But like that kind of manly, like that kind of manly bro behavior is you know, something he's chasing after that he didn't have. Yeah. I do you think he ever Shut up, man. Acquired... <laughs> well, cuz I mean there is an even more like, you know, very obvious scene when he goes on the blind date which was relatively early and uh Olivia Wilde's like, "You're just like this sad little puppy dog." And like really yeah, it's kind a, of like an emasculating description. That's like and an he's old... like, "No, I want to be a dragon and I want to blah blah blah." See. Blah. Yeah. It, I guess to me, I don't know if that necessarily was his goal or was the goal for him no. as a, like an art, like no. for I him to achieve that. I think he wa- he thought that's what he wanted, but it wasn't really what he needed. I don't know. Did you see the face I don't he know. gave Chris Pratt when Chris Pratt called him basically a woman? There was a lot of going on. Again, in that these face. are these are pretty early in the movie, though. They weren't. They were like at the halfway point or before. I don't feel like did they become less valid at the end. Well, I don't think he necessarily needed to realize, like, oh, I need to go punch somebody or whatever. Like, no, that doesn't make you a I man. Think, I, I think don't punch somebody doesn't make you a man. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, but the That's way not what I mean. I guess. Do you think he became more manly by the end of the movie? Quote unquote no, manly, whatever that means. No, we're trying to say it's a character part of him that yeah. informs what he does. Yeah, correct. Uh, yes, and I think that's what he. That was part of his character. But, but I, I don't was, know. If I, that's, also, I also think a lit that there was a little bit of like. Little bit of that to help him a little bit. You mean to yeah, understand? Going out to the woods. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's manly, right? <laughs> In that picture perfect apple cabin that he went to. Mm-hmm. God, I hated that. And when he played ukulele, I was gonna turn the TV off. I got so mad. <laughs> I am so sick of commercials with ukuleles and acapella and snapping. Skies are blue. My God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and and you know what? I I the moment I knew that I would dislike most of this movie oh when my. I saw the pants. Oh, the pants that everybody was wearing like in the beginning very of the movie. Hip, hipster pants or first of all, it looked like they were going to eat them. The, the pants were going to eat them from the waist and then move upward. It, it was very high, Fred Mertz high waisted. Oh my god, I hated those pants. It's like these guys are both Steve Jobs. That's it. <laughs> they just weren't wearing black turtlenecks. Yeah. Oh my god. But it was a good movie. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Well, so what? What I guess 
I feel like I have a semblance of a takeaway. I guess what for you guys, ultimately, ultimately you can rate the success of the movie, but what do you think it was trying to say in the end? Ultimately? It was just a commentary. I think it was more of a commentary of... More of a... Of relationships and going through relationships and finding the right person for you. It could have been that the technology aspect was just a backdrop yeah. that he didn't have much to say about. To me, it was more... To me, the tech, I think the technology was a backdrop. I think it was more about you know, life after a, a, a relationship. Basically. Maybe not even that. I think mm-hmm. it's learning how to be in a relationship. He didn't even know how to do that. That too. That too. I would hesitate to call him completely selfish. I think that the society he grew up in just doesn't socialize society. people very well. The dog. Yeah. It and doesn't I, socialize people well, and he didn't learn how to love. No. No. So that's my takeaway from this movie, is that uh, I... I hope the director was going for a, a soft takedown of futurism and technology in, in a, as a kind of a bad way to go. Yeah. As long as you, you know, put too much stock into it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with technology as long as you use it right. I love technology. Not as much as you, you see. That's a good rhyme. I'm, that was impressive. <laughs> it's from... It's from... Um, Say you wrote it. I, I wrote it. <laughs> It, it's not the takeaway you got, I take it, Matt. I I think you're correct. I think you're both correct. And my, my opinion is, I guess, Irrelevant. maybe more specific. <laughs> yeah, <it's> stupid. <laughs> stupid. Um, you big dummy. What would you I do think the main I do think the main takeaway for the movie is something much more general than thinking about, like, a futuristic world and where right. we're going. I could believe that because this is just what yeah. I'm taking away, and I'm hoping that that's what the I think the whole movie for. is about love and relationships and how how human beings yeah are apply that. I think I can that's buy what that. I thought. They use they use technology though. Uh, they chose poorly. I think it's to reflect back to us kind of what our own insecurities are. I think that's the entire, and how that then what manifests that in our, so like, again, the movie's a mirror again. It's yeah. It's like I have, so Thea, I'm saying I, cause I'm, I'm putting are, myself are you in the movie. I, 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 me, me, me. I'm Theodore. Theodore in the movie, Walking Phoenix Theodore. is like, this person is not good enough for me for X, Y, Z reasons, even though I'm having all of these like intense feelings for an operating system. Then it becomes, in this futuristic world, just telling people, other than his, his ex-wife, but whenever he brings it up with other people, it's socially acceptable to Most like, of the be, time. In a, be in a relationship with an operating system. Yeah. He brings it up as like, yeah, cool. Yeah, Chris Pratt's he, like, but, yeah, awesome. But he, really, he originally wasn't. But that was on him. That was his, He thought that other people would find it. Yeah, but we're, he also is the audience, too. You mean? Sure. Oh, definitely. We thought the oh, same for sure. Thing. Absolutely. I didn't. Well, in terms of like that, like I did actually. But I think that's what that's that's what I think is so interesting in the whole point of the they movie. They grounded is that, him a little bit. Is that maybe is this is this could this be the future? Could it not? There's this general social commentary about just love and relationships, but then also like our relationship with uh, technology and what it does for us. I think there's both of those things at the same time. Um, and I don't, and I guess the last thing is that neither of those things, I think in the end were pessimistic. I don't think this movie is pessimistic. No, I don't think so either. But it was interesting. Like, you know, like it's such his closed little world that he doesn't realize that other people are falling in love with AIs. And then he realizes no talk "Mm, of a world. No, and he sees it. Oh, and then he's finally aware of, Mm -hmm. of it at the end when 
she was seeing like when, he, when she was like reloading or whatever, and he sees other people talking to AIs, and he's like, "Oh yeah. my god!" They did a good job of making us isolated just through him, and it's one of those few movies where it's like, makes sense. It's everything. Every scene is him. Everything. Every scene is his perspective. It's not like, meanwhile, yeah, you yeah. know, I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it had that kind of like wrestler, the wrestler vantage point where we're only we're basically like just on his shoulder all the way through like most, we're not in the wrestler it's most of the time yeah yeah we're not popping around to other characters and what they're yeah, up to actually they don't pop around to any other characters right yeah it's all like discovery through him yep you know there's one thing I have to give this movie extreme credit for is some of its camera work and the shots they picked yeah. um like uh when when the people he's in relationships are talking to him, oftentimes it would cut away to him staring at something, often in extreme close focus, like the bed with the dust coming off of it. I thought that was pretty interesting because mm-hmm. if everybody's been in an argument before, if someone's yelling at you, oftentimes you're just kind of like staring off somewhere yeah. trying to process what they're saying. It, it's it's pretty evocative, I think. Yeah. Huh. Look at Matt's legs. Sorry, any last kind of thoughts around the movie before we but it was good wrap it up yeah good movie i what did you so another stray video game thought which i think was ultimately just people spike jones and because he wrote the movie too i think he did oh. the voice uh, of the kid in the video game too. your fan the hmm. the mom video game you're failing your children because <laughs> you didn't pour the cereal that's right funny. or whatever yeah uh yeah that's where facebook games are headed not yeah. into it <laughs> <laughs> watch another sad social commentary for so here here is my i mom. just found my last thought that i had um this is I wonder how you guys feel about because I know there's a lot of thoughts around people wanting to go to movie theaters at all anymore. Like even after this, like not just like don't they know I about Tubi? I don't. Well, <laughs> nice. Yeah. I don't want to go. I don't want to go to the theater because of safety reasons. Well, let's assume. What if there's needles? Let's assume a world where <laughs> things are under control and you can go again. I, I feel like people going. won't necessarily want to go back to theaters. I feel like a movie like this, which I did see in theaters is kind of uh, similar to like missing out on seeing like Tenet at a movie theater for a very specific reason. And that's the boldness of this director. Imagine you're in a theater full of people and, Where are those? and this has literally happened to me. The screen is now completely black and all you hear is people making sex sounds. Imagine the boldness of that moment of sitting in a room a, a movie for her that is all about this social interconnectedness and commentary and how technology and you're just in this dark theater. I wouldn't enjoy it because uh, it reminds me of like if you've ever been to a movie, especially a movie in the theater that you didn't know that was going to be a nudity and you're seeing it with your mom. Oh boy. Sex scene with your mom. <laughs> like, oh, this is garbage. This is trash <laughs> I, yeah it was just uncomfortable God, it was terrible wasn't it mom yeah it wasn't good <laughs> I get the rental well that, that that i think is part of the movie though busting. too is like people want to just recede into just doing these isolated things now they just want to consume the stuff on their own and that's it i don't think it was boldness i think it was just a choice sure but i guess what i'm saying is that 
Well, I I do think it bold to go to pitch black and have people. He's talking about the people sounds. in the theater, not the I know not the director. I mean, no, you're talking about the director. I am talking about the director. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Never mind. You don't I, think so? No. It's part of the narrative. I don't. I wouldn't even think about the people in the theaters when I'm making the movie. I just this this fit does this work. I that's all I would do. It's like I don't. Oh my God, we can't have this. Can you imagine the people in the theater just sitting there? No, I'm not saying I'm not. Cut it. <laughs> I do <laughs> think that's a reality, though, for some <laughs> movie production. We talked a lot about. I know, but this is a movie. Studios this, cutting stuff I know, but out. This, this is not a studio-driven movie. Like this, this, this is not. This is something that's more. Well, and that's the whole point. That's my yeah. whole point. Is that a, a an entire studio, an entire staff is like, you know what? We're gonna put this. In a movie theater and make a room full of but that a hundred and fifty people but, watch it or whatever. Yeah, but but like there there are, there are movies, and we don't have a lot of them lately. But there used to be movies like this a lot. You right, mean? that's my whole point. Well, we're missing it, that. I, that's what I'm talking about. Is I'm saying you're asking whether we, people will want to go back. Well, it, that's what I'm saying. Is I'm talking about movies like this are kind of like Tenant to me, where it's like they decided to put something like this in. They decided to go with this, and instead of like, oh, there will be blood. I'm just you know, sending it same. to like this it's one it, guy sitting like, on his couch. It's like or whatever. There will be blood. The master. It's the same. It's the same. Those I classify those in the same. Right. Good movies. I think there is something that gets lost if you're if you don't go to movie theaters anymore. There's you lose the the element of community consuming this in a group community. Yeah. Yeah, it's like going to church. There's an extra like, message there no, I, of no. like I'm in a room of other people. How well, how are other- I tell you what? The best part about movies for me, and it was hard since we did this podcast, going to movie theater was seeing it with your friends, was seeing it with people. Mm-hmm. It's that collective experience. Yeah, hmm. I think that will be missed. Yes, I think I think if we get through this, that will still be there. But I mean, even Star Wars. Or Marvel, you know what I mean? You know, people love that collective experience of camaraderie, camaraderie to see something yeah. together. The midnight showing of X Men when I was, you know, when I was a kid. Well, like, so for instance, so like in you watching this movie for the first time by yourself, was it uncomfortable watching any of the movie? No, because I was in my room. Exactly. Yeah. But the movie—that's what I'm saying. It gets lost if you're not. In a traditional movie watching experience, is the uncomfortable uncomfortability of it intentional or not? I would, I think it's probably more intentional because the studio signed off. Well, there's on some it. uncomfortable, like there was uncomfortable things in it. I was uncomfortable with some things. I was, I was more comfortable with scenes from Apocalypto, like that. <laughs> oh, some of those things were like, yeah. I was very concerned about that dead cat. I'll just end it there. <laughs> yes, that's that's where it ends. That's where it ends. All right, what would you rate this movie? Aaron, you go first. Well, like I said, it depends on what I think the He's director is doing. Hmm. Interesting prediction. It depends on what I think the director's doing, and since I can't get what Pinpoint the director's it? doing, I'm just going to go with what I thought. And I have to agree, I think he was going for a more optimistic take on things, and... I just don't see it that way, and this movie was everything I don't want to see in the future. Yeah. And he seemed to be signing off on it almost like it's not a bad thing. And I have to give the movie credit for making me think, though. It may. Mm. may That's interesting. Four or five. I I give it a five. Wow. 
Nice. Oh my god. Well, it's interesting, Aaron, because I I had a completely different viewpoint on watching this movie because I didn't even think about the future aspects of it of the of, of the. I just thought of the commentary of what a relate like just a person in a relationship. You mean mm-hmm. the the nuts and bolts of it because I can relate to some of those things. You know, like making someone who they aren't. You know, you know, you had this. You know, you, you know, you know what I mean. The whole, the whole. Um, you know, he. It was hard for him to be in a relationship, and it was hard for me to be in relationships. You know, so it's like, it was a kind of an interesting commentary, and I didn't even think about the future of it at all. I thought that was neat. You know, things like that. I, I have so, to say, I've seen so many movies about relationships. I just kind of tuned it out. Yeah, but this one, I have. I actually haven't. I haven't seen a lot of movies about it, but I thought this was an engaging way to, to do it. I liked it. Um, I liked that there was humor in it. I give it a nine. I liked it. I, I really liked a this movie. Nine? Yeah. I I I think I also I, gave it a nine. Yeah. <laughs> I was pretty. This is weird. Latched in. <laughs> I was locked in the this entire time. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. I, I liked um, it, and it, I think it's because I saw a different movie than you did. And that's okay. Yeah. That's that's the mark of a of a decent. Filmmaker. Visual narrative is people taking away things from it that might not be the same. Yeah, thing. yeah, I saw a different. Movie. I mean, it's okay if they're wrong. This was high up to... there. I mean, it was almost a ten. It was a good movie. Hmm. I really enjoyed it. I feel like this was maybe for... because Olivia, Olivia Wilde's cameo. <laughs> should I should I cut away to Matt for a bit? <laughs> she can Olivia Olivia, Olivia my while. You want you want to try again? I missed. You want to <laughs> <laughs> rewind that one? Strike that reverse. <laughs> for me, I. The thing about it that has stuck with me is I remember so much of this movie uh, when I, since I first watched it to now, and I've only seen it twice. Um, I, For some reason, it, this is a very sticky movie, and I think it, it hits all of the... For me, at least, it was successful in all the things it was trying to do. Um, your legs. Yes. <laughs> Fourth, Talk fifth reference. <laughs> next week, I'm just going to be not wearing pants at all. Oh, God. Please wear <laughs> MC Hammer pants yeah. next week. Um, Sorry, I, I took the winds out of your So 995, uh, a little bit of a dip from our previous ones. I think next next time it's going to be maybe. More of a free-for-all? Could be. Yeah, it could be. Who knows what What's the movie we're doing next week? Rage? Because we're doing a Nick and Cage you, movie called you may, Rage. And you may not be here. May, may or may not. We'll see. We'll see. You may not be here uh but it'll be the the conclusion <laughs> i feel like it's the only way to go as great as tubi is for these you gotta ex, do something kooky ex, man. you gotta pick one of the kooky ones that is in the library so, so I, here's what i propose after sept to to tubi it's spook of madness spook of madness yeah we should dedicate november to tubi again called thanks tubi Thanks, Tubi. Yeah, I I, I like Just Tubi. Commit to it. Thanks, Tubi. Okay. All right. You know what? I, I think I can I can get on board with this. Thanks, if Tubi. We, if you can thanks, continue Tubi. to come up with thanks, Tubi, like month, Chris. <laughs> thanks, Tubi. Chris Tubi. No, I think I think Chris Christmas Tubi. is his own holiday. But thanks, Tubi, we can do it. Okay, all right. Thanks, Tubi. What about Jan Tubuary? <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Jan Tubuary. Tubuary. I don't know. Tubuary. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, this is going to be our our Tubi. Fabrut Tubi. We're doing we're doing the Nick Cage Tubi. movie next week. That's all Thanks, you need Tubi. to know. Tune in next time. All right. <laughs> all right. The bees.